0: Celebrating in heaven we can do better than that good morning, good morning. thank you thank you uh, God is so awesome it is so good to be here uh, just to be a part of all that God is doing here at Valley we're excited uh, about the series that we're in stewarding uh, last week we looked at stewarding the truth of the gospel uh, thank you uh, David for the reminder uh, that is that a stewardship that we have. Uh, but today we're going to be looking at stewarding spiritual gifts. Um, so if you have your Bibles, I'm in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. I'm going to read 4 through 11. I'm going to pray, and then we're going to jump in. Amen? Amen. Amen. Uh, I have the Christian Standard Version this morning. First Corinthians 12, 4 through 11. Now, there are different gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different ministries, but the same Lord. There are different activities, but the same God works all of them in each person. A manifestation of the Spirit is given to each person for the common good. To one is given a message of wisdom, through the spirit, to another a message of knowledge by the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, to another gifts of healing by the one spirit, to another the performing of miracles, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another interpretation of tongues. One and the same spirit is active in all these, distinguishing to each person as he wills. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we uh, come right now, God, uh, to hear from you. I pray that you would open up our hearts and our minds, uh, that we would receive the truth from your word today. Help us not to just be hearers of your word, but help us to be doers. God, let the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And all God's people said, amen, amen. Amen. Uh, We're coming to a passage today, and we're talking about stewarding spiritual gifts. And just a reminder, the word steward just means manager. Uh, we're, We're coming to learn how to manage the gifts that God has given. You know, the beautiful thing about gifts, you can tell somebody that really knows you by the types of gifts they give you, right? We're coming up on Christmas. We all open boxes on Christmas. Some from coworkers, some from friends outside. You don't have to say it. I'll say it. Sometimes you open that box and you are be like, what in the world were they thinking? Yep, you're laughing because you say the same thing. It it just tells you they really don't know you that well, but they wanted to give you something. Let me tell you, our Heavenly Father knows us that well that he gives good gifts. Sometimes the gifts that he gives us, we may not be so excited about. It's okay. I'm an introvert by nature. I love to sit in the back pew Ryan a couple seats behind you I'm good you let me sit there and serve I would be the most ecstatic person in this room but God's given me another gift a gift of teaching and preaching I fought that gift for a long time but one day I surrendered And I said God not my will but your will be done the hardest thing for the church and especially the church of Corinth they had a previous life before they came to Christ they were very religious they knew a lot of religious things and so Paul is trying to help them understand what an inspired conversation looks like a spirit-filled conversation that looks like and so that's what this passage is all about helping them understand how the spirit works and it's just not utterances because in Corinth they got they got very excited about tongues because they used to speak in tongues in their past if we walk through the passage we're going to start seeing this so real quick we're just going to look at three different things we're going to look at the giver the gifts, and then the gain. And under the giver, we're going to see unity. I thank Aaron for all the song choices today. They just spoke about unity. God is one God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And so as we look at the unity, the only point I have here is the one God characterized by unity within diversity has decreed the same for a healthy church. The one God characterized by unity within diversity has decreed the same for a healthy church. And you say, Barry, where did you get that? It's right here in a text. It says, therefore, wait a minute. When I was taught the Bible, when you see that word, therefore, you got to ask what question? Sally, we're not going to go over this every time I preach. You can talk to me. When you see therefore, what is, there, what is it there for? Jim, you're my friend on stage. When you see therefore in a the passage, you ask the question, what is there there for? Oh, God. <laughs> David, you're in seminary. David, help us. Tell Jim, only speak when I talk to him. (laughs) Thank you. What is there for? What do you do with a there for? Let's look back. We're going to go back to verse 1. If you have your Bibles, go back to verse 1. It says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be unaware. You know that when you were pagans, you used to be enticed and led astray by mute idols. In other words, Paul is telling them, before you came to Christ, you did all these other things that you thought were religious things, that you thought you were worshiping God, but you were not. You were worshiping mute idols, idols that cannot hear you, that cannot answer you. And so now he's trying to give them the truth he says therefore I want you to know that no one speaking by the Spirit of God says Jesus is cursed and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit did you catch that you can't in other words he's trying to help us understand that a person speaking by the spirit would never say Jesus is cursed only a person that's led by the spirit can say Jesus is lord or in other words Jesus is our master and one of the things that the corinthians they believed in many gods and paul's trying to tell them there's only one god but he's in three persons jesus is lord and last week we learned that in stewarding the gospel you you've got to understand the gospel yourself romans 10 9 says that if we confess with our mouth that jesus is lord and that god raised him from the dead you shall be yes saved that's what Jawan did jolan believed the gospel and in response to that gospel that he believed he was a believer in the pool the, the pool did nothing for him it was symbolic his old life when he went down just like when Christ went into the grave he came up new that's a beautiful thing that's how you know God's working in your midst you see people coming to Christ You see the Spirit of God, because just like Paul said, no one can say Jesus is Lord apart from the Holy Spirit. I think too many times we think we're the ones that came to Christ, or we were searching for him. Once again, Paul tells us no one searches for him. I sure wasn't looking for him. Somehow he finds us in our mess. He opens our hearts to his truth, and we believe. That's why Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation. First to the Jew, then to the Gentile. And so we have a a situation where Paul's trying to help them understand what spirit-inspired utterances look like. It's just not talking in gibberish. It's actually the power of God moving. Yesterday, I saw the power of God moving here at Valley. As we cleaned out, Lord have mercy, as we cleaned out, it was a beautiful thing. Mike said there were over 15 people willing to serve. You see that? Anybody see the dumpster? That dumpster was empty. Mike helps me understand. Rachel, I was a little late yesterday only reason why I was late I had things to do and by time I got here the sofas were in the bottom I said thank you Jesus (laughs) because anytime I show up they say oh he's a big guy he can move stuff but by time I got here other servants had already started working that's the beautiful thing about being in the body of Christ now look at this unity within the body look at what he says in verse Now, there are different gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different ministries, but the same Lord. There are different activities, but the same God works all of them in each person. Did you catch that? Same Spirit, same Lord, same God. He's making his argument off of the Trinity they all are equal but they all have different roles god the father planned salvation god the son lived it out god the holy spirit empowered him all three were a part of salvation some people think at the fall genesis chapter 3 that god had to react no god's proactive he knows the beginning from the end so Revelations tells us before the foundation of the world, the lamb was slain. That means Jesus Christ knew what his assignment was. Jesus Christ knew he was going to come and that he was going to die for the sins of the world. That should make you and I so happy that God is not reactive. God knows we needed a savior because we can't save ourselves. And so we see the unity at work. And then you also see in 1 Corinthians 12, 11 through 12, he starts to give us an analogy. He says, One and the same spirit is active in all these, distributing to each person as he wills. For just as the body is one and has many parts, and all the parts of the body Though many are one body, so also is Christ. I want you to look at verse 11 for me. It says, one and the same spirit is active, distributing to the person as he wills. As he wills. I don't get to choose my spiritual gift. The spirit has already chosen it for me the hard part about it is not at Valley at some other churches we get jealous of various gifts being utilized we say God why don't I have that gift God why can't that be me and so we start chasing after things instead of being content with who God made you to be in the body because in the body there there is no favoritism all the gifts are utilized so that each person can benefit and so I thought it was very interesting that God is so intentional he gives each one of us a gift and part of that is so that none of us can boast How many braggers in the house do we have? It's church, guys. It's okay. I am. I am. What's that young man in the back row? What's his name? He likes to play volleyball and he likes to talk a lot. (laughs) Jim, wake up. Ask him who won volleyball. Who won volleyball? Raj? Now that brother's speaking in tongues. Do we have an interpreter in the house? Is somebody able to interpret? Thank you. I like to brag when we do stuff. That's the same thing people do when they get their gifts. you got to understand it's a grace gift. It's for God's glory, not yours. So we understand he gives the gifts as he wills. But in verse 18 through 20, in that same body analogy, we see that God has arranged each person, each one, of the parts of the bodies, just as He wanted. So God has placed each one of us here for His purpose, and He's given us gifts, and He knows what Valley needs. The question for you and I, are we walking in what God's called us to? Are we willing to submit to what God wants us being a part of a revitalization I can tell you Barry's plan was not to be at Valley Barry's plan was not to be at a revitalization now somebody asked Barry what did Barry want, did Barry want? Oh, this congregation is awesome Barry wanted to just sit and serve But then Mike, in Mike's way of doing things, anybody ever talked to Mike before? (laughs) Mike just thinks he's the spirit of God sometimes. (laughs) He invites you into a prayer meeting as they were talking about revitalizing. I I like prayer. I like to be a part of that. So we started praying for Valley. That was my first introduction to you. I started praying for you before I knew I was coming, that God would do a work here that God would revitalize this congregation. I had no clue that God included me in that prayer. <laughs> but then Mike started the next thing. He said, have you thought about, and I can be honest, Mike, you can, you can attest, I said I hadn't thought about it, but Mike tricks you. okay this side of the room understands <laughs> you get in the conversation with Mike he's gonna start asking questions like okay what's God doing what's happening in your life and I started telling him and it's like the Spirit of God was just working on my heart and good old Rachel Rachel says Mike he's never going to come here and Mike says okay let's just see what God does Once you invoke God into something, it changes it for me. Because in my last church, my assignment was temporary. I was there 13 years as a youth pastor. I wanted to die as a youth pastor. That was my goal. But God had different plans. Had God not released me from that assignment, I would not be here you have to understand God's working all the time and what happens is when God starts working in your life he puts you in uncomfortable situations not to say you're uncomfortable (laughs) the best thing when my wife and I came the love that we received when we walk through the door and if you understand I joined the very same day I didn't have to go home yeah, well good Baptist our answers let me go home and pray about it let me pray if God father in heaven God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob would you have me to serve no I had already been praying for Valley God had to work on my heart to renew my mind about where I should serve I was in the midst of planting a church with another guy but God said I'm working here I want you to go be a part and you know how God confirms things sometimes when you're a married couple and you go home and tell your wife I think God's calling us over here At least I didn't say across the globe I said into the Timonium area. And typical wife fashion, she's like, okay, okay, let's see what God's gonna do. And so the minute we walked through these doors, love was oozing from this congregation. You know what's so special about that? I visit a lot of churches. Don't always feel that kind of genuine love that really made us feel like we're supposed to be there. We're part of the journey with you. I thank you. And I can tell you that's a manifestation of the Spirit. That's God's Spirit working in this congregation. You guys ought to be excited that God wants to use us to reach this area okay i'm a baptist preacher i need some amens you need to understand what god is doing here it is so exciting that you should be oozing every time you talk about valley when i first came all these people in the back weren't there my man i thank you for that amen that just shows me that god the giver is bringing people now watch this he's just not bringing you to sit in that pew i I pray pray with me he's not bringing you to just sit in that pew keep going let's look at the gifts let's go to the gifts we're gonna see diversity yeah, diversity. Everybody wants to look the same, right? When I look out over this congregation, we all don't look the same. It's a diverse group. And God has so sewn us together. Look at what he says. There are different gifts, different ministries, different activities. A manifestation of the Spirit is given to each person for the common good in other words god's giving you those gifts so that we can grow not just numerically but spiritually so that we can grow in the grace and the knowledge of who god is that's what happens when you come across different cultures you get to learn different things We're not all the same. He says he's putting different gifts, different ministries. I like the way Peter puts it in 1 Peter 4.10. You don't have that on your slides. Uh, Jot this note down, 1 Peter 4:10. Says, just as each one has received a gift, use it to serve others as good stewards of the very grace of God. If anyone speaks Let it be one who speaks God's word. If anyone serves, let it be from the strength God provides, so that God may be glorified through Jesus Christ in everything. So that God may be glorified through Jesus Christ in everything. To him be glory and power forever and ever you understand you're not here by accident we are here to serve one another for the glory of God through Jesus Christ in everything I don't believe in happenstance I don't believe in luck I believe in a sovereign God that's at work in this body that's bringing different gifts to this body and the reason why he's bringing gifts because outside of these walls there are people who don't know Jesus because people down the street don't know Jesus and if we're going to be good stewards of the gospel we need to learn to serve one another so that we can serve the community that's why seeing 15 people do a clean out on a Saturday that was super cold out and no one complaining at least I didn't hear complaints maybe there were some complaining but to me that's a manifestation of the Spirit that's the Spirit of God moving in this congregation we're getting ready for all that God's getting ready to bring to this congregation and so we had to do a clean-out and people gave up two hours my man Alex was in the dumpster I don't know much about that Harold was saying we got to be below the line I'm like what line it's a dumpster you fill it up and they haul it away Alex jumped in he knew where the line was and he arranged the dumpster was pretty high stuff was packed And he got it below the line that's us serving one another that's us working together not trying to push it off to somebody else Uh, Paul also says in Ephesians 4 11 through 13 and he gave some to be apostles some prophets some evangelists some pastors and teachers look at this to equip the Saints for the work of ministry, to build up the body of Christ, understanding he's doing that so that we can grow up so that we can be built up because there's a lot to work to do in churches. 20 percent of the people do eighty percent of the work that's just historically. some people don't think, well they don't need me, we need you. My back needs you. Those sofas were kind of. And I thank God for his sovereignty to have me a little late yesterday. Because those sofas, you don't, they were wooden, old wooden sofas. And collectively, they got out. Understanding, guys, we're here to serve one another, God's given you a gift. What are you doing with your gift that God's giving you? How are you helping the body to grow? You know, your first step is salvation. Step two is to be a part of a local body where that gift can be utilized, where that gift can help all of us to grow. Once again, it's just not a numbers game so that we can grow spiritually and numerically. And so God in his sovereignty is doing that in the local body. So the main point under diversity says diversity, not uniformity, is essential for a healthy church. Diversity, not uniformity, is essential for a healthy church. Not everybody has to have the same gift, and God knew that. That's why he put us all together today to challenge us to walk in the gift that he gives us. Then the gain. Growth is the outcome of diversity within unity for a healthy church. He says it over again. A manifestation of the Spirit is given to each person for the common good. Understanding your gift isn't for you to hoard your gift isn't for you just to say I'm good at your gift is here to bring glory to God and How do you do that You got to become part of the body you, You've got to say I'm willing I'll say this You may be here for a season doesn't mean you're going to be here for the rest of your life know how I know that those of us who know the book of Acts how many people know Barnabas and Paul Acts chapter 13 the Bible says at a prayer meeting the Holy Spirit said set apart for me Saul and Barnabas for the work that I have for them They did ministry together, did a lot of great things. Then come to chapter 14, around about verse 25, the Holy Spirit said they had completed the work. When you complete something, it's done, right? Paul and Barnabas wanted to stay together. They thought it would be good to go back together through those places that they just visited and strengthen them. Oh, my word. Anybody know anything about a church fight? Oh, Henry, don't put your hand out. (laughs) You're not helping me, Henry. The Bible says that, that they had a major disagreement and they split now this is somebody they did great ministry together but their time and work was done we have expiration dates in my house everybody looks at the expiration of milk do you look at it i just smell it does it smell good i guess it's good my kids look at me like i'm trying to poison them no I said the milk doesn't know the date. Smell. Do the smell test. Does it smell bad? Dad, what does bad milk smell? You would know. That means it's good. Drink. But when you drink something that's been expired long enough, you get sick. Their time together had expired. If they had went back out and did ministry again. There might not be a Timothy who Paul picked up the very next time Timothy come with me his son in the faith understanding God's doing stuff all the time and it's up to us to be attuned to what God's doing in our own lives understanding that the work that you're here to do once that's up God expects you to go be a part of another body to help that body He doesn't expect you to sit at home. You know the worst thing about COVID? We church hop, we surf the church on the internet. That can't be your church because you can't give to that church. You can give financially, but you can't touch that person. We need you touching one another. And how we do that is by being willing to say, yes, God has called me here. If that's you, we want you here, because we need you here. God's already positioned you. The question for you, and the question I had to wrestle with, am I going to say yes to God, or I'm going to give God like, whoa, pause. I've learned slow obedience is no obedience if God is calling you whether it's to salvation or to be part of this body we need your gifts father we thank you for the gifts that you've given to the body God we thank you for the work that you're doing here at Valley God we thank you for the love that Valley has for people. God, we thank you for Pastor Mike's leadership and his desire to see your will be done. God, the challenge is real simple. Bring those who you've already called. Help them to say, yes, here I am. I'm ready to serve. Maybe it's someone who never heard the gospel before and saw that baptism recognizing the need for salvation bring that person to move as only you can spirit of god we ask you all this in jesus name amen Uh, maybe you're here today and uh you heard the challenge of the gifts being used in the body and you say I want to be a part of that. I see God working. Come on. You don't have to be perfect. Lord knows I'm not perfect. But you have to have a desire to grow in the things of the Lord. That's what we're going to do here. We're going to grow together. So you come. Maybe it's salvation. You saw Dewan. He can Jawan came in he said I'm nervous. I said this is not a nervous day. It's that walk. That's nervous This is a glorious day. This is a day of celebration If you want to celebrate like Jawan, maybe You want to come to Christ if that's you calling up Pastor Mike will be up front uh, Aaron will lead us in a song and if God's calling you to join Please come up. We would love for you to be a part uh, because the Spirit of God is moving here at Valley. He's doing something very special. Whatever God's calling you to, now is your time to respond.